what you're listening to there, of course, is Coldplay, probably the best-selling music acts of all time. Uh, they, of course, have had many world tours, and they announced uh, another world tour not too long ago. Uh, the British band will be performing uh, in Vancouver at BC Place on September 22nd and 23rd. The only Canadian stops on their world tour. Yesterday we were uh, talking in the office, and somebody brought up the issue of ticket prices and uh, and our producer Stephen Chang uh, was looking up those prices uh, on um, on the internet and um, the numbers that he came up with these are for platinum and standard tickets sold through Ticketmaster in Vancouver uh, ticket prices range from $435 uh, to $809 yes you heard that right 435 is the cheapest 809 and that's not on the resale market in Seattle they're $74.50 to $555. So it got us to asking why are ticket prices cheaper, broadly speaking, in a different range in Seattle than in Vancouver, in a mere two-hour drive northbound? Well, joining us now is Kingsley Bailey, General Manager of VancouverTicket.com. King, Kingsley, thank you for joining us. Uh, Jess, thanks very much for having me. And uh Asking my opinion on the problem uh, in the ticket business. Yeah, it's a broad one, and we've covered the uh, Ticketmaster and its challenges to the United States, and I know uh, they had to testify in Washington not too long ago, and it's an ongoing issue. But your thoughts, first and foremost, for you know fans who, who, who love Coldplay, they've, uh, they've got uh, two shows now, the 22nd and 23rd at BC Place. Why the disparity in ticket prices between Vancouver and Seattle? Well, Jazz, there's a couple of points that I want to point out. There's a few. There, there's a few things that makes this happen. Mm-hmm. And first and foremost, we got to look at the U.S. Justice antitrust lawsuit against Ticketmaster and Live Nation in the U.S. It doesn't encompass Canada, so you got to look at that as well. Is I, I really think they're trying to tread lightly because that is a serious lawsuit that they are being faced with mm-hmm. uh, in Canada. Uh, I, all I can do is go back to uh, the report that, uh, that was um, done regarding the ticket selling uh, by our NDP government in 2018. I thought that that was going to bring out some transparency in the marketplace. It didn't. I, uh, and so that's, that's disappointing. Well, uh, but the, the U.S., they've got some serious teeth. And uh, they're they're taking a bite out of these guys. Yeah, I mean, you, this is a government hearing, and, and some have said, "Look, there's going to be a lot of preening by elected officials. Uh, they're going to, you know, uh, go after Ticketmaster. It's an easy boogeyman. No one likes Ticketmaster. Um, so there's cheap points to score on the political end. But what are they going to do to fundamentally reshape and change the ticket business, short of blowing it up? And many people have said it should be blown up. Uh, it's just gotten too big. Um, in your mind, it, has it gotten too big in the U.S.? I mean, it just even here, I mean, should Ticketmaster be blown up? And once again, we sort of reset again in society and have a variety of ticket sellers. Is that part of the problem as to why we're paying a certain amount for Coldplay here compared to Seattle? It is, it is exactly the problem is there's no transparency. And, and when you have an on sale for a show where there's less than 30% of the available tickets goes available to the general public, we got a problem here. And as long as Ticketmaster, apparently I just read a report that a Ticketmaster has lobbied, have lobbyists, have paid more for lobbyists in the last five years than they have in the first 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when you've got, when you're that much of a behemoth, you basically dictate policy and what uh, what you want implemented, and it's unfortunate that uh, the guys that are getting 
hurt are the small guys that want to go to shows. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, uh, how much of this thing has, also has to do with the fact that there's probably more Coldplay shows in the United States rather than Coldplay? And I think this is their only stop in, in, in Canada at this point? Yeah, it's their only stop in Canada. And another thing, too, is we are so starved for really good entertainment, and they can get away with that. But it's, like I said, there's a couple points that we really have to stress on. And it has definitely got to do with that um, uh, that legislation, uh, the antitrust legislation and being in place in the U.S. Hmm. Um, I think had their prices been very similar to what we're paying now, I think that that would uh, make a major, major news. For, and, and, and so you think that, that, that on the corporate side, they're treading lightly a little bit just because of what's been what's transpiring um, uh, in, yeah. in, in Washington. Um, how much of a role do you think artists have? I mean, uh, Coldplay has a tremendous amount of pull, power. Um, some have argued that in many ways Ticketmaster is set up to be the boogeyman for Live Nation, to be the boogeyman for artists who also would like to see these prices at where they're at, um, and that uh, they'd rather have Ticketmaster put up with the abuse rather than you know an artist having to do so or somebody else. How much of this is do you think the the ticket the the the, the artists themselves perhaps not putting their foot down a little bit, saying this is ridiculous, the ticket prices shouldn't be this high. Well, I think what's happening in the in the very beginning, when before they became such a behemoth, they were complaining that the ticket brokers, us uh, scalpers, were making too much money, mm-hmm. and so they just wanted to find a way on how they can uh, control that marketplace, and they've done that, and it's called dynamic pricing. And that's another point that I want to bring out is dynamic pricing. So they're trying to justify dynamic pricing is because uh, there's a, a huge demand, so the prices go up, but True economics means that there's also a floor. There's no floor. But they've created an artificial floor saying the price can be as much as we want, but this is as, as low as it can go. And that's not a, that's not a true market. Mm. If you could fix something, what are the one or two things you would do right now? You've talked about dynamic markets, dynamic pricing, sorry. Uh, what would you fix to, to at least bring pricing to a place uh, where it is uh, is certainly viewed to be a lot more fair. I'm not saying ticket prices are going to come down dramatically, but they should come down a little bit. What are the one or two things that you'd like to see done? Uh, first and foremost is transparency. If the if the general public is able to see exactly how many tickets are going on sale for a show, they can make their decision whether they're going to buy it or not, or they're going to wait. But by having all this information secretive and nobody really knowing the exact number of tickets that's available to the general public, and like I pointed out earlier, it's 30 percent at it's at the most. Uh, if the general public knew that, they would probably say, you know what, I'm going to wait. Um, I'm going to wait until the prices come down. So sorry, you're saying you're, you just want to didn't mean to jump in there, but you're saying th- of the tickets that are available, let's say for a show like in Vancouver, only 30 percent are available to the public. To the general public, yes, on an on sale. So where does the, where do the rest go? Uh, they go to their VIPs, they go to their, uh, uh, their van sales, uh, but to the general public on an on-sale, there's less than 30% of available tickets, and I've read many reports on that, and uh, 30% is the number. And with, with no transparency, the general public doesn't even know uh, if the show is really selling out or if there's only 30% of the tickets being sold. Well, I don't want you to give me your state secrets here. How do how does how does someone like yourself or resellers like yourself get access to so many tickets? Well, it's not you know we 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 do it just like everybody else. But here's the other thing, and here's another point that I got to point out is hmm. they keep blaming bots. 
Well, if you're controlling the tickets and you've all of a sudden created a platinum and gold pricing and everything else, where the boss getting these tickets? Because you are actually basically reselling your tickets as a, at a platinum price. Hmm. I mean, it, so, <laughs> but at the end of the day, people are still paying, though, aren't they? Yeah, they're still paying because there is no transparency to really know if a show is really sold out or not. If if you go to an on sale yeah. and you're there the first minute of the show and the only seats that are available are way up top, the last rows in the balcony, you're going to think, oh, this is selling out really well. But if you were to find out that only 30% of the tickets are available for sale, you're going to go, well, I'm not buying these seats. I'm going to wait. And what that's going to do is that's going to slow down their sales, and it's going to make them realize that uh, we better put all the seats out at one time and make it happen. Now they're trying to under the guise by saying, oh, the Taylor Swift situation happened, and we just could, it was, we were overwhelmed and we couldn't handle it. Well, you know, how do we really know if only 30% of the tickets came available? We don't know. Okay. Kingsley, thank you for your time, my friend. It is an interesting uh, uh, issue. We're going to call you back one day, have you back in, uh, to talk a little bit about this issue at, at a greater length. Thanks so much for your time. Jazz, I appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good day.